1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening to Australia's Doggy Pod podcast. I'm Dr. Rob Zamet <laughs>
3: Australia's Doggy Pod podcast. That yeah, was that was a little bit worthy, clunky. Worthy, wasn't, wasn't it? But yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It. Anyway, I'm Dr. Rob's producer, <laughs> Stephen Peters, and we have got a cracker of a show. Yeah, I'm going
2: to talk about pregnant women. We're actually talk about dogs that can sense whether a woman is pregnant or not, and even more going beyond.
3: Oh, interesting. Interesting. We're also going to talk about, you know, the saying they fight like cats and dogs. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about just do dogs actually really want to kill cats and fight with them, and mm. you know, do dogs and cats actually fight all the time? Because a friend of mine saw two dogs really wanting to mm. rip a cat apart the other day, and was in disbelief. Yeah. Mm, That's like you I bit know I way. know the saying, but you know, there were these two dogs yeah. really having a bit of a crack at this. Uh, this poor cat.
2: And of course, we are always going to have on this show our great new series of Factor Fiction. Yeah, that's a good one, this one.
3: <laughs> anyway, before we get into that, what's been happening in the clinic this well, week, Rob?
2: Forget this week, this morning. Oh, I this morning. I had a caesarean with three puppies. And Is that why you were late to the studio today? That was me. Mm, and okay. run, the fact that I couldn't work out where the car park was, that yeah. was, uh, never mind. They changed it around, folks. Yeah. They do that to me now and then. So this particular caesarean, why it was interesting, this dog, sadly, the, the, the father was just a beautiful dog and got old and we put him down well, a few years ago. All right. But the people had thought, you Now they love this dog and they love a lot of things about him, his soundness, his temperament, and his type, etc. Golden Retriever called Will.
3: Hmm.
2: And uh, we'd stored semen from Will many years ago.
3: Th- that you've had on the premises all this yep. time? Frozen. Frozen right. puppies. I didn't know Pop- you did that, right.
2: Popsicle or popsicles? I'm not popsicles, sure. Yeah, yes. there you go. So we, yep, we had frozen it and. Uh, Nine weeks ago, we thawed it out and put it inside this female. She had to have special blood tests to make sure it was the right time mm-hmm. for this fertilisation to take place. We put it inside her, and uh, she needed a caesarean. This was the last time she was going to have a, a litter, um, but she did. She, we were able to get three puppies from her, two boys and a girl. And For me, it's better than cloning because you're know, using the will semen. Cloning, you clone the body. You don't clone the spirit. Hmm. And yet, funnily enough, I find with frozen semen, a lot of the – well, I guess just with normal um, matings as well – a lot of the attributes that you want seems to come out more than cloning. It's just weird things, mm. Stephen. I don't know why.
3: So why only three pups? That's that's all you could –
2: uh, That's that's all she conceived. Yeah, you know, no. Because that's quite like, small for a litter. Right? It is, yeah. yeah. That, well, multiparous animals, three to four in the wild is normal – um, in domesticated situation, sure, we get used to having big of yeah. 6 to 12 puppies exactly. or, and yeah. more. As, you know, we've had record numbers. Um, but three puppies, they're very satisfied. I was extremely happy. And uh, mum goes home straight away. Within the half an hour of finishing, she's up and ready to go <laughs> home and feed the, the babies. Can you believe that? That's just amazing. So it's she's home amazing. right now? She's home feeding the puppies. I checked on the way in and gave them a call and they said, yep. He's settled and doing very, very well. Beautiful.
3: So, speaking of giving birth, mm-hmm. um, I know you you know a lot about this, but I yeah, I've read that dogs can tell if a woman's pregnant.
2: Yeah, yeah, very true. There's, like a, just, there's a few, even before the physical changes occur in the woman's body, some hmm. dogs know. Some dogs know before the pregnancy test. And I guess in that, that instance, h- hormone? hormones, yeah, yeah, and they're smelling them and they somehow relate to something different. Uh, you know, it's just fascinating how dogs do that. Wow! And, you, know, you have to remember their sense of smell is between 10,000 to some instances, you know, 100,000 the this, this sense of smell that we have. They live in a world of smell. When they're born... Well,
3: they do have bloody big noses. Well, they, well they,
2: They're born blind. They're born deaf. But they're born smelling. And they can, no matter where they are in the den, they can find mum through their nose. Mm. And come up to mum and they'll smell where the milk is and latch on. And away they go. And, and so the sense of smell is so important. We get very upset when our dogs go blind. And yet it yeah, doesn't worry them very often, as long as they can smell. We get upset when they can't hear A lot of people come in, oh, look, you can't hear, you're very old. Yeah, I can't hear too well, My, I'm told as well, because I'm old. But away they go. They're, they're quite happy, so as long as they can smell. And they can smell if a woman's pregnant. And here's the, the, the big one that really amazes me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Some dogs know when it's time for a woman to go into labor. They can smell... The increase in oxytocin its another hormone that's being released. Uh, they probably see when a woman's having Braxton Hinks, Hinks contractions because they can see the discomfort and they, they relate. How do we know they know this? Um, sometimes they become very protective of their, their female owners. Yeah, And even as I say, even before the woman is told by the doctor or by her test or anything else that she's pregnant, the dog just is there with her all the time, sitting at her feet, becoming protective, watching anyone that comes near her, um, and I said, I know I this has changed my dogs, and then I found out I was pregnant.
3: So have have people used this for any any medical reasons? I mean, as I I, know, I think it's very nice and everything, but there's, <laughs> pre- there's quite a not much you can do with it, is there? Oh, really? I guess you can get to the hospital quicker. I
2: suppose so. <laughs> no, probably not much you can do with it, um, though, you know, I guess... The fact that the dog's relating to that, you know that that's happening. You then start how do you prepare your dog for the new mm. addition to the family? Very important to, to know. For me, one of the things that we always used to do is have, you know, the security doors that you have on your front door. We used to put one of those on the baby's um, bedroom, yeah, so that the dog couldn't go in there. I don't like dogs and cats going into the baby's bedroom when they're just little babies, little tots. And so that security door was there and the the dogs would learn to sit in front of that door with the baby inside and all was well. The other thing that I always recommend is as soon as you can, um, send something home with the baby's smell in it. And you undoubtedly will already have a pram before your baby comes home. Put that in the pram. Don't let the dog play with that smell, but take the dog for a walk with that smell. When the baby comes home, same thing into the pram and take walks. That's the pack going out for a walk, and the dog learns to accept that the baby is part of the family, part of the pack. And don't well, eat it. We well, don't. Well, yeah. And look, while the baby is growing, until that baby is twelve years and above, do not leave the dog there unsupervised. That's statistical evidence. evidence. That's not just my opinion. All around the world, it's been found. You do not leave a baby. Under, or a child under twelve unsupervised with a dog, because they can attack for any reason. And sadly, we hear reports where that can be, oh. you know, just oh. tragic. So we do not want that to ever happen to any of our listeners of the Doggy Pod. It's just something we do. No playing with babies' toys. You know, don't let them play with the baby's toys. The dog has his his or her um, toys. The baby has his or her toys they don't intermix because otherwise possession becomes an issue
3: yes of course so
2: and yeah lots of walks together that's fine as the baby does grow up and start going for walks with you then yes the three of you or the four of you should go for walks together forms a bond with the pack but your dog could well know before you do yep how's that pretty neat
3: All right, we've all heard the term, they fight like cats and dogs. And, and it's kind of true, I guess, but um, a friend of mine saw two dogs attacking a cat the other day mm-hmm. and was quite shocked, as I think we probably all would be, that um, this is true, that our beloved dogs would just go and want to attack a cat. Is it true that they kind of have this instinct to <laughs> want to kill every cat they see?
2: Well, before domestication occurred, you know, the ancestors of canines and also the wild canines now are just that. They're predators and they're hunters and so they will chase down. In fact ancestors of humans were the same. We used to chase and hunt prey and mm. that's why sometimes we become aggressive for no reason. So it's an instinct that's yeah, there. A, it is very much. There's, firstly there's the chase instinct so they see something running especially if they want to chase it. There's the prey instinct. Seeing a cat that's prey. So I want to hunt that down. And it's, the final instinct is to kill.
3: And but you often people, see
2: get, people get really shocked when Fifi goes out and kills a cat. <laughs> really shocked because, Fifi, how could you do such a thing? I hate you now. You know, it, but it's, it's and an unfortunately. And when you get two dogs like, like that, mm. that your friend saw, that's even worse. Because it's like one a pack
3: thing. it yeah. is a
2: pack exactly if the dog is nothing else it's a pack animal <clears> and all of a sudden it only takes two dogs to form a pack and then one eggs the other on you know it's it's about boundaries and one goes a bit further and the other one comes in a bit further and it can get very nasty you know, and you unfortunately I've seen the real bad side of that you know where they will take one end of a cat and and,
3: um, right, yeah, you okay, don't need so, to delve into that. But then you see videos of cats and dogs snuggling up together yeah, and, yeah, because, in the same family, obviously.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, and there's a difference between being tolerant and being friends. You know, some cats and dogs are tolerant of each other and sit, like, I have, a, I have this one dog in my house that just is fascinated by the cat runs everywhere where the cat is, has never touched it, would never bite it, and I know he won't. Mm. And the cat hates it. <laughs> he hates this being dog. Being followed around by a dog. He's being followed around by this dog all the time. He just hates it. And I guess he tolerates it. The other one wants to be a friend. The dog wants to be the friend. The cat has to tolerate it because mm. he's much bigger. Um, and so that's the way it goes. But very often they will be friends. You know, if you if you bring them up together, they can become friends at least um, and there is that interspecies friendship It does occur. I've seen it in many species. I've had it with um, my dogs and a tiger cub that I rode mm, many true. years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I do see that quite frequently. And we certainly see um, dogs and cats in the household becoming literally friends. But sometimes it's just they tolerate each other. You can train a dog not to chase a cat, and all my dogs are trained not to do that because... Hell, you now, I don't want to see the cats ripped apart. No, no. Um, no. So they're, they're trained not to. But they still have that instinct. Like can know, I they can get rid of wanna, yeah. No, they still have that. That instinct is always there. You, you can't get rid of instinct. You can train it. You can subdue it. You can help it, but that ain't going to go. So train your dog by all means to tolerate cats. Train your dog to even be somewhat sympathetic to cats but <laughs> somewhat sympathetic yeah well they're only a cat <laughs> yeah. that's what the dog says yes but not, <laughs> not worthy of my time really yeah <laughs> but you know th- they will chase them down they will hunt them down it's in their very genetic makeup to do that so don't get shocked if that happens if your dog hasn't been uh, acclimatized and
3: trained with cats All right, it is time for another fact or fiction. Yes, yes. fact or fiction, um, and this uh, this one I think is fiction, myself. Um, but you do hear a lot of people say that I've got an, an indoor dog, an apartment dog, uh, that never really never really goes outside, so I don't bother having to go through the whole heartworm process because mm-hmm. it's not it never goes outside, so it doesn't need. If you do not have
2: one mosquito ever in your house, and if you live in this country, you'd be damn lucky. <laughs> if you know no, so it's
3: got nothing to do with necessarily being outside. No,
2: it? it's a mosquitoes are the intermediate host. Oh. A, a dog for, cannot, for all heartworms. All heartworms. A dog can't give another dog heartworm. They don't catch it from another dog. They catch right. it from mosquitoes, and one mosquito can travel quite a distance. So what happens is. The mosquito bites a dog that's infected and sucks up some of the larvae that are in the bloodstream, which develop in the mosquito then, uh, and it goes on into its larvae. Off it goes anyway. Basically, a mosquito, infected mosquito, bites your dog, and your dog gets heartworm. And we, hmm. last week, we talked about Little Hero, who who suffered heartworm. You know, just a little dog that had been through the mill also had heartworm. But I
3: didn't know that, but so all. all Heartworm comes from mosquito. mosquitoes. You need
2: the intermediate host. It can't be dog to dog transfer.
3: And the, and it can't it's they can't dog get it to from
2: mosquito to to going out in the bush dog.
3: or anything like that, walking around.
2: Not not sniffing around. They can get it from the mosquitoes in the bush. Yeah. But that's if it's if they if there's no mosquitoes,
3: there's no heartworm. Okay, so if you live in an apartment. Somewhere where there's absolutely no mosquitoes. And you never take your dog outside. Never take your dog outside. Your apartment will stink. Yeah, but you then don't need heartworm tablets. (laughs) Correct. There we go.
2: But if your dog does need heartworm prevention, um, you can go along to Bondi Pet. They have some really good products. Um, Milbamax is on special and HeartGuard are on special at the moment. They are very good preventatives. For um, heartworm. And Just if you go to yeah. the
3: Bondi Pet site, yes, you will um, uh, type in uh, in capital letters the doggy pod 10 um, or one word and you'll get uh, $10 off any order over 50 bucks.
2: Pretty good going, isn't it? That's I mean, all right. that's excellent. And because and these products are not cheap. Uh, yeah, they, what you do need to understand about these products, they don't stop your dog from giving heartworm in the coming month, they kill the larvae that your dog has picked up in the previous month. Right. That's how they work. Okay. So it doesn't give you protection for the future, it kills what's entered your dog. Every time, they're great at killing it, but don't forget. So what I recommend you do is, the first of the month, that's when we do all our dogs, first of the month, boom, everybody gets treated for heartworm. First of the month, it's oh, okay. right. the best way to remember, because I'm human, I forget like everybody else, if you forget yeah. for a few days, Very no big so, deal. Very much yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so first of the month, boom, heartworm. So yeah. Bondi Pet for some Milbamax and Heart Garden. If it's a over fifty dollar order, put in in capitals the doggy pod ten one zero. <laughs> um
3: there you go. I didn't realise that. So um, every you, you do yours at the beginning of the month. Yeah. Every month,
2: first of the month. Boom. Hmm.
3: It's good thought. Okay, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the Doggy Pod. We really appreciate it. Please, uh, if you don't already, I'm sure you do, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and you know, leave a review and tell your friends. Tell your friends. We want to get more people following us on Instagram, so including our friends in Ireland. Including <laughs> our friends and I. Including our friends... Uh, Everywhere uh, around the world. Anyway, yeah, really, we do appreciate it. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, as you know, Fridays are when our episodes come out, and there'll be a new one out next week. And Rob, as always, leaves us with some sometimes words of wisdom, sometimes just weird, weird stuff. Weird words, weird yeah, words. Yeah. Sometimes. And today I want to talk
2: about, Yeah, you know, we're about dogs' instincts and things. Well, dogs don't know evil or jealousy or meanness. They are not born of such things, but they see it in humans. So maybe learn to be gentle like your dog.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,